You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. It's a brand new episode of You're the Walking Dead, a Cinema Geekly's all-encompassing omnibus Walking Dead podcast. It is Anthony and Aurora back talking more season eight of The Walking Dead, episode six, The King, The Widow, and Rick. Although there was not much Rick until, no. the, until the end, and then we saw a whole lot of Rick. Yeah, there was some uh, naked Rick. Yeah, we did. <laughs> naked Rick should be like, uh, it's like Pickle Rick and then Naked Rick. <laughs> naked Rick. From Walking Dead. Uh... This is a, an interesting episode. So this was not. Uh, this is a, a kind of a step down from like our big actiony uh, gunplay, all of that stuff. This was uh, right. back to some character development. Uh, mm-hmm. l- let us run through the paragraph quickly here. Uh, Rick visits Jadis in hopes of convincing her to turn against Negan. She refuses and locks Rick in a shipping container. Uh, nude, we should know. Mm-hmm. Carl encounters Sadiq in the woods and recruits him to Alexandria. Daryl and Tara plot to deviate from Rick's plans by destroying the sanctuary with Michonne and Rosita. Ezekiel isolates himself at the kingdom where Carol tries to encourage him to be the leader his people need and Maggie has the group of captured saviors placed in a holding pen inside Hilltop uh, and she also forces Gregory to join them uh, as punishment for betraying the group Uh, and that's kind of what happened in this episode Uh, there's no big uh, there are no big moments although so do we know why Rick felt the need to go back to to jade is it maybe because they see them as a threat perhaps i think that it's uh it's like a part of the puzzle or a part of i i I feel like that that shot at the end where we see him uh naked and trapped yeah i think that's part of the plan ah i see well i mean so we we know that the the polaroids he took way back in episode one were for this yes as to use as proof to, but uh, that he does say, you know, the decision you make right now will determine what my group does. Yes. So that's why I think that because they they must know that that could be one of the outcomes that they would say no and mm-hmm. they would take him. Um, so I'm pretty sure they have this planned out. Yes. Uh, yeah. Join us or uh, get destroyed or whatever. And the yeah. And the 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 garbage patch kids uh, do not. That, I'm still. I still need to learn about these people because this is like. The, <laughs> I mean, they're they like to be than, naked. Oh, that is true. Yeah, like they. She did was like, she was naked and she was doing a sculpture of a cat. Yeah, was that it? <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> like the kingdom is weird, but I can sort of make sense of the kingdom. It's right. like Ezekiel's playing this character because he needed to to be brave enough to 
face what was in front of him and enough other people, you know, bought into it and believed him and followed him or whatever. But the the garb the the garbage guys? Yeah. I <laughs> What is that society? Like, what happened? It hasn't been that long. Like, they all kind of stand around. They they never say anything. I, I feel like they must have been like this before. And they just were like, oh, wow, this is great. The zombie apocalypse is a great I'd, way to keep being who we are. I'd love to know. Like, I'm part of me thinks that, like, they were all in, like, a, like a, like a mental health ward. Or something like all of these people have maybe yeah. something, uh, like they they all have maybe mental health issues or something. Yeah, I don't want to say crazy. They just seem very different. Yes, uh, like they don't really talk. The way when they do talk, the way they communicate is kind of strange. Yeah, like it's just weird. Like how did this develop this way? I have no idea. Uh, maybe they were like a nudist colony. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. And they're just like, hey, let's live in a garbage dump. Like, nobody will yeah. think to come here because why would anybody want to? I mean, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know anything about these people, and it's really confounding to me. Like, I, I need to know more about uh, these people, why they are the way they are. I have to know. This is driving <laughs> me crazy. Um, I like the... Uh, Oh, oh, we got to see uh, with the the Daryl and Sadiq stuff. We got to see the infamous zombie reaching for a plastic bag. It uh, was adorable, right? A little bit, and we and and we learned why it was like that. Sadiq is setting traps yeah. to catch them and and kill them, and we got a little bit of Fear the Walking Dead vibe a little bit from Sadiq's story. Because mm-hmm. his mother thinks that this is a way to free their their spirit, their soul, yeah, yeah their souls, yeah. Uh, which definitely harkens back to uh, stuff from Fear the Walking Dead. Uh, and Carl, of course, gives him the uh, the the test to join the group or whatever. How many walkers have you killed? How many people have you killed? Why? Right, you know right. that sort of thing. Uh, Sadiq seems like a good guy. I yeah. like him. Yeah, he's not going to last long, is he? Or he's going to turn out to be <laughs> awful. Well, there was that scene where they get kind of like ambushed by walkers. They do. Um, and for a minute, I thought that Carl was bit. Ah, yeah, but I don't think they're going to do that to Carl yet. Yeah, I was, I, I, and I had that like that conflict in my head. I was like, no, but they can't do that to Carl. But he looks like he was bit. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if they do, if if Carl dies, it'll be with Rick there to make it extra painful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, although I don't know, he is in that flash forward. If it is a flash forward and not a dream that old man Rick had. Yeah. So if that is a flash forward, then he's alive. But if not, then perhaps it was a dream. Yeah. Uh, Maggie leading the hilltop oh. is awesome. She's amazing. She's the best, isn't she? I love her. I want to worship her. <laughs> <laughs> She is my hero. <laughs> yeah, she's so good. She is the best. Yeah, she... Uh, I mean, look, she's showing compassion to these people for now. Mm-hmm. Bringing them inside of the walls. But you know, there's that one dick in the group that she doesn't yeah. have a problem, like, you know, smashing him with the 
butt of a rifle because <laughs> he's yes. trying to be an asshole. Uh, she throws uh, Gregory in there, which is well-deserved. Well-deserved. Yeah, I almost felt for him a little bit. He did such a good job, the actor, obviously, did mm-hmm. such a good job of being terrified of being thrown in there that I kind of felt bad for him. If you don't think about like how kind of a shitty guy he's been, you yeah, know, I, I guess it's because Gregory's been sort of like low key an ass. I guess. I mean, I didn't feel bad at all. I was rolling my eyes the whole time he was screaming. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I because I, I, I tend to I tend to forget because so many people are over the top bad in this show that Gregory was like you know like I said kind of a low key jerk, like he was never really plotting or scheming. He was he's just weak. Right, and he would never stand up for any any of his people, mm-hmm. uh, and he was looking out for his own hide. He didn't, you know. He, if anything, he kind of felt like he's like the representation of like the politician, yeah, who doesn't want to let go of being in politics. I guess, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like he's interested in himself. He's not really all that interested in his constituents, and he's kind of weak willed, and his sort of bow to the pressure of. Uh, his donors, or in this case, the saviors. Yeah. Uh, and so, to like in that regard, like I sometimes I sort of forget that he totally does deserve it, but that's only in contrast to there being so many over the top horrible people in this in this yeah. world. So for yeah. like a little bit, I sort of I felt sympathy for a minute, and then I'm like, yeah. Wait, no. Go, yeah, go ahead. Toss him in there. <laughs> yeah. And you can see him. He's already planning to oh, do sure. something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's but I love the um, every single scene in this episode that Maggie was in, I loved. Mm-hmm. Especially the last one when she's in that like office that she's now. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. She's in. got the baby. Uh, yeah, she has the baby on her hand in her hands, and she goes to the window, and she's telling Jesus, you know, the only reason why I put the prisoners there is because we might have to use use them to like trade um, with the saviors uh, for our people. But she's saying that while while holding the baby, but also being so serious that it, I thought it was amazing that whole scene, mm-hmm. showing her, her both sides of being like a good person, but she's also tough. That yes. was great. Yes. It was excellent. Uh, and I really enjoyed uh, the stuff with Ezekiel and Carol. Yeah. Uh, which was great. And boy, did Carol try her best mm-hmm. to get Ezekiel to, you know, be like, they come, you know, they need you to be this guy. And he can't be that guy anymore. Right. He was so sad sitting there holding Shiva's chain in oh, his hand. Yeah. Yeah. But Just, it was a good shot. The, the, it, the way that they uh, filmed that was yes. good. Uh, and it's clear he maybe sort of has a thing for Carol a little bit. A little bit. Too, because she was like, you know, why were you really checking on me? Uh, that sort of thing. And I think he said something along the lines of like, you know, you made me feel real. Yeah. I guess. Which I presume is him saying a way of him saying that he, to me, I read that as he has affection for her. Uh, because early on, it seemed pretty obvious that she didn't buy into the fact that he was a king. Right, right. Um, 
In fact, I remember you and I chuckling really hard about her scenes early on when she first met him. Because she's like, what is this? What's going on here? This is so weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. That's uh, that's how I read it. I'm not sure how you read it, but it, it felt to me I don't. Like- I, don't I don't think it's a romantic affection. Mm-hmm. I think it's just affection for now. <laughs> yeah, perhaps. Yeah. Um, and it's clearly like a, a at at least it's a, a a friend to him. Yes, and like a grounded connection to reality or something maybe. Right. Uh, the biggest action we got this episode was Michonne and Rosita. Oof. As yes. I think they were on their way to sanctuary because they wanted to see it for themselves, I guess. But then they heard music right off in the. Mm-hmm background somewhere and they went and investigated it and they found a savior's uh like a cache i guess they had weapons and supplies or whatever and inside were two saviors who were rigging i think it was like a pickup truck or something Mm -hmm. with a ton of speakers on it and i guess their plan was to basically blast opera music or something to get the the walkers away from uh from sanctuary right and there was a some uh, some sneaky, sneaky s- stealth stuff and some gunfire and uh, I think Daryl with a truck crashing yeah, you're, into you're, them. You're, 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 you're not saying the best part, oh. which is Rosita blew a guy up with a bazooka. With the, yes. <laughs> oh, that was so great. Yeah. Like she, I, I love that. The, I love that build up because in the, when the gunfire first ensues, I think she drops her gun or something. She panics. Right. Or something, and she loses it, and she spends the next minute or two reaching into boxes trying to find something. I think she finds like a hot glue gun or something. (laughs) She's like, uh, throws it away. And then when she comes across one of the saviors, the guy or whatever, she just holds up a bazooka. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you found something eventually. (laughs) I loved all that. And he's like, yeah. And he said, yeah, he says, you're not going to do that. And she does. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, the best part was he was like, uh, Almost, almost degradingly is like... Yeah, he know, was very condescending. He's like, come on, honey, you're not going to yeah. use that. Uh, before he even finishes his sentence, she blows him up. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, this guy explodes. He explodes, yeah. It's awesome. Uh, so, yeah, that guy's dead. and the Which, uh, I mean, you know, in this world, that's the best way to go, right? Y- yeah, I mean, nobody's going to really come after you, like zombies and stuff. Yeah, it's quick. He's, you're not going to turn into a walker. You're done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a yeah <laughs> that isn't that is a definitive ending for that fellow <laughs> uh and then uh uh daryl and tara ran over uh the other lady uh right and and stopped that plot before it uh got underway but yeah that was a lot of fun mm-hmm. uh, a good fun episode uh yeah. before we uh before we get into the the cheap plugs and before we give the score for the episode, uh, they did reveal the crossover character for Fear the Walking Dead. They did. It is not a Fear the Walking Dead character that is crossing over, though. So uh, it is a regular Walking Dead character that is mm-hmm. moving over to Fear. And it's not who everybody was expecting it to be. Yeah. They went with uh, Morgan. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? That's uh, I feel like they maybe have some timeline wrangling to do. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a a whole 
there's a lot of seasons that we don't know where Morgan is. That is true. In The Walking Dead. Um, so I think I think it does make sense in a way because if I, if you think about all the characters, he's the one that kind of like went away. We didn't know where he was and then came back. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I heard the news the first time, I was like, oh, because I thought it was going to be the other way around. I thought someone from Fear the Walking Dead was going to be in The Walking Dead. Yeah. Um, but now that I've thought about it, I, I'm okay with it. Hmm. Yeah, we didn't... Uh, I don't think we ever really saw what made Clear Morgan Clear Morgan. Uh, where he was like crazy, psychotic, murderous Morgan. I don't know if we ever really got all of that. You know, maybe we see the beginnings of that. You're right, right. there is some unaccounted time. Yeah. I think people were going with uh, Abraham... Because it just to fit a little bit better, because they're going to be in Texas, and Abraham's from Texas, and mm-hmm. uh, it felt like uh, it felt like that. Now, I will say this: they are moving east on the show. I wonder if eventually they all meet. Do you think they all do? Do you think like it's the CW and they do like a big crossover, <laughs> like they kind of finally all meet together? Yes, at some I, I think point? it's going to happen, and I think it's going to be the musical episode. Oh, we do need that. <laughs> they can CG Shiva back in. Yes. <laughs> uh, it can be like a musical number with with Shiva. Uh, mm-hmm. I think we could. I think we could make that happen. <laughs> and in fact, I think we should make that happen. But I mean, look, that'll be like that'll be when they've run out of ideas. But they're like they're all coming together, and it's a musical. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I will be all over that. Yes, a, a Walker tap dance number. Yes, that would like be as great. Tap dancing. They can do like a mock, off. like thriller dance. Oh great. yeah! <laughs> and as they're dancing, pieces of them are falling off onto the ground. Oh, that'd be great. Let's make that happen, everybody. Like when you run out of idea, when the ratings start to go down. Yes. Uh, maybe go that route. Um, before we <laughs> do the scores for this week. Uh, I'd like to thank the sponsors, the good folks of ThinkGeek. Head on over to cinemageekly.com slash ThinkGeek uh, or click the ThinkGeek link at the top of the page of cinemageekly.com and start your uh, holiday shopping. It is not too late. Uh, There's still plenty of time to do some shopping and get things in time for the holidays. I don't know how many people are going to be unwrapping this one uh, later this month, Aurora, but I feel like Maybe if you're down in Florida or something like that. Or maybe if you have, uh, if you know some old people who like lawn decorations, uh, (laughs) this is the perfect way to go. And I'm talking about uh, a pair of zombie flamingos that go in your yard. I know, like, I know old people have, like, the pink flamingos sometimes, but these are zombie flamingos with, uh, they're black with red eyes and. That actually sounds amazing. Yes. Uh, One is standing straight up. One appears to be looking perhaps for brains in the ground. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure. uh, I'm not sure who this is really for. Uh, I'm not a big fan of yard decorations, but if you know somebody who is look at, at worst, like this would be great for people who love to like decorate during Halloween, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh but at best, you know somebody who just loves crazy lawn decorations and uh you can put this in here next to their 
uh, full-sized uh, Millennium Falcon that they have like on the roof or whatever. <laughs> uh, it's crazy. It's it's nineteen ninety nine. You get two of them. It's ridiculous. But there, if that's not your thing, there's other Walking Dead things. There's other zombie stuff on Think Geek. Uh, there's tons of other geek things uh, for you to find. Use our link cinemageekly.com slash thinkgeek. Uh, decorate your lawn with some zombie flamingos. Yeah. I never thought I would be saying that, but uh, look, this is the this is the website Aurora that brought us the Star Trek sushi set. True, which True. I did not think existed, but yes, clearly it does. Uh, <laughs> what would you give this week's episode, if, or final thoughts if you have any? No, I um, I shock you with my uh, score, but I gave it a five. Wow, really. Yes. I really like this episode a lot. Uh, all that, uh, all that Maggie went a long way. Yes, yes. Put it, give Aurora yeah, and, more and, Maggie you know, in charge, and more Rosita blowing people up. That's great. That was also really yes. good. <laughs> I didn't quite go five. I went four and a half, um, mm-hmm. but I really loved the episode. Apparently, not quite as much as you, but <laughs> I did. I really liked the episode. I thought this was a good time to kind of scale back all of the gunplay and mm-hmm. the all of the large-scale violence, because we've sort of been getting it for most of the season so far. Yeah, yeah. So I'm happy that they scaled it down a little bit. Uh, a positive, in my view. Yes. Uh, well, we will see. There are, I think, two more episodes left before they take the wintry break. I'm not sure if it's Walking Dead. Is it Walking Dead that takes the break and then comes back around Valentine's Day? Is yes. that Walking Dead? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... I think we got a couple more episodes and then we're going to take the wintry break uh, for the time being. And then there will be more, of course. But until then, there will be two more episodes to discuss. One next week for certain. Uh, Head on over to cinemageekly.com. Check out the archives of the show. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music. Search for The Walking Dead. Hit subscribe. And in doing so, you can hear us come back next week. Talk about Season 8 of The Walking Dead, Episode 7, called Time After Time. Mm -hmm.